like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. So today I have on Peter Lasowski on the line, and he is the founder and CEO over at iProleo. Peter, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Adam. I'm uh, glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me on your show. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at iProleo and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, Adam, I've been doing this for quite a few years, about I think over 30 now I'm counting, unfortunately. <laughs> it's getting up there. But, you know, I started my career as an engineer, uh, worked my way up, ran uh, divisions for Verifone, Hewlett Packard, Nike. Um, did a lot of innovation over the years. In fact, in Nike, we had a skunk works, and I think we were one of the first, if not the first in the world, to develop the first set of virtual reality glasses uh, with my team. So I just always have loved innovation. I just got tired of traveling and running all over the world. And I also wanted to bring back uh, a people-first, innovative approach, which I saw was kind of changing in public corporations where they were focused more on stockholder equity and, you know, advancements that way. So about 14, 15 years ago, I split off, and uh, we've been developing uh, different products, building businesses ever since. Wow. So obviously, you know, you, you've been in business for a while and, you know, multiple experiences, different companies, different things. And, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, if you could uh, give the Peter that was just getting started some advice on, on his first entrepreneurial venture, what kind of things would you tell him? Well, in the product development world, you know, one of the things I learned kind of uh, the hard way was make sure before you innovate and develop tech that you actually have a market that there's a true user problem that you can solve and underlying user benefits. Um, we don't start any kind of development until we develop a full business development plan. We do market research. We, you know, it doesn't, it's not 100% foolproof. Nothing ever is mm -hmm. the game, you know, the game of product development, but it does reduce the risks quite a bit. I see that a lot with young entrepreneurs as they go especially in, we're in the software space, so go build the software and it's kind of, if you build it, well, they will come. Well, that's, that's not always really true. Hmm, I love it. Um, and, you know, I've, and I've heard both schools of thought and, you know, some it's worked for some people in the past, but I feel like you can, I, I prefer your method. I feel like you can save yourself yeah. some pain and put probability a little bit more on your side um, if you, if you uh, innovate in a very methodical way and make sure that you're solving an actual problem and that people are willing to, to give you cash for it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there, there's always going to be unicorns out there. Everybody knows them. There's sure. Uber, you know, Google, Facebook, but those are, you know, those are one in a lifetime, you know, for the people that, you know, you're coming along and you're not, you're probably not going to end up being a unicorn. You got to kind of take a more methodical approach. Love it. Um, so let, let's change it up a bit, Peter. I want to get more into what you're doing as founder and CEO over at iProLeo. Uh, so what kind of, what kind of um, problems are you looking to solve with this company and how are you helping your clients? Well, what we've done, you know, we've looked at this, and I've done a few startups. This one is really around what we call real-time engagement uh, with customers. And the reason why is, as you probably noticed, uh, Adam, everybody 
customers, their behaviors have changed, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. living on their smartphone these, these days. Uh, geez, I, you know, I read a stat the other day, even elderly, 4 and 10, have a smartphone. But as you look at there's several billion in the world, so that's one thing. Another thing you're, you're probably seeing, uh, and I bet you're uh, a victim of this too as well, is that we're, we're just inundated with emails. And statistics now show, and this is based on statistics are basically looking in the rearview mirror, seeing how customers have already voted and what behaviors they're expressing. So if you look at statistics, 8 and 10 emails don't even ever get opened and read anymore. Uh, then you got phone apps, about 60 to 90% of phone apps are – getting deleted within the first week of being on a phone. Social media, uh, there's a lot of social media going on. There's good social media programs, but the life of a social post is very short, and it's a very noisy environment. Now, I'm not saying that businesses don't be omni-channel, but the problem is is what do you do once you get a lead, and how do you create this this real-time engagement? I, I, I go back to kind of you know, this technology we've created, you know, it has a lot of fancy stuff, artificial intelligence, data science, all that stuff. But the thing is, is that it mimics human behavior. So, you know, if I were to ask you, Adam, do you have like a significant other, like a girlfriend or significant other wife? No. Okay. Well, if you <laughs> if you did, um, you probably wouldn't go meet that person, uh, you know, in another foreign country. I mean, some people do. But that's pretty tough to have this long-distance relationship. Typically, people will meet in a local area. So what that means in the tech world is you got to keep things almost frictionless, right? Google did a study, Adam, not too long ago, about a year and a half ago, and what they found out, you know, it's the biggest data aggregator in the world. They found out every step a user takes, 20% drop out, and that's if they're interested. So this is because of, you know, this is why email and phone apps and things aren't working like they once did. There's too much friction. So it's the same thing. It's got to be easy. It's got to be almost frictionless. Then, you know, if you think about it in common sense, you wouldn't go out on a first date and go, hey, you want to get married? You know, we just, that's not, that's not human behavior. So, but marketers do this all the time. They're, they're pushing offers out to people. They're not even sure if they want them. And they're shoving things down people's throats, and it's annoying to people. So what do they do? They shut them out. I mean, I, I speak all over the country, and I'll always ask people in the audience, I ask people, you millennials, if you're a millennial, raise your hand. And I then I'll ask them, I'll say, well, okay, how many millennials listen to voicemail? And almost no one raises their hand. And the reason why is it's not because they can't, it's because they don't want to. So don't leave a millennial a voicemail because they're not even going to listen to it. Everybody nowadays is messaging. So whatever we're doing, it has to be smartphone-based. Text messaging is the most popular behavior out there. It doesn't matter what age you are. It still is a good way to engage and re-engage, but it has to be more than that. You have to create conversations. So after the, the first meeting, that first date, so to speak, you want to create these conversations. And this is what we do. Our platform is dynamic. We've developed this proprietary uh, platform we call the OpenList app, which has phone app functionality, but you don't download it through iTunes or Google Play. It pops up and it engages and re-engages through SMS, which is a behaviorally acceptable way to do that. But then you can chat inside, you can text, you can have uh, dynamic engagements, um, you can do polling. There's all kinds of things you can do with our platform. But the whole idea is to find out what is the customer interested in and then creating anticipatory, uh, you know, promotions or offers or even just customer service that's appealing to them that's like, wow, these guys really 
uh, are getting to know me. Mm-hmm. So, what would be an example of a company that would use this? So, if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm you know driving in my car right now, listening to this podcast, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should check out iPolio. That sounds interesting. What would be like an example of how I could help a company? Well, there's a couple use cases I can give you. So, one is in the B2B environment. There's probably a lot of listeners that you know they're doing business to business. So, there's a you know a lot of statistics. If you're in sales, um, a lot of people know this that you know typically. In any given time, there's about one to three percent of the market they're they're ready to buy, right? And if you look at a lot of the LinkedIn lead gen, I've talked to over thirty of them. They're they're creaming off the top. Basically, they're picking that one to three percent. They're getting appointments, but the the what they're missing is there's up to thirty seven percent more at them that they're interested, but they're not interested right yet. So you have to nurture them. You've got to build these relationships. You've got to have an easy way to do that. So. We have our software gives the ability to do that both um, person to person, but also uh, with automation we call triggers, so that it is basically listening for different types of interest and it's providing different campaigns to them based on what they're interested in, not what I'm interested in as a business owner. So that that's one way you can do that. You can use it to nurture um, in all kinds of business to business situations. Uh, another use case uh, is we're in sporting arenas. So, um, do you have do you watch professional sports, Adam, at all? Um, not often, but I have. So, continue, please. Okay. So let's uh, let's say because uh, I'm a big uh, the NFL, you know, football's coming up now. I'm a big NFL mm-hmm. fan. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. I used to be living in Seattle. It's so a big shout out to them up there. Uh, but you know. In the Quest football field, you got about seven or 80,000. We can provide a contest in our platform, for example, to say, hey, win one of uh, 10 uh, seats in the in a, in a suite at Quest football field. Mm. And you're going to go ahead and opt in. So you'll, you know, put your name and your phone number in to enter the contest. Now, what we'll do is we'll do what we call snap polls because everything has to be quick. It has to be in first. So we do a couple questions like, who's your favorite player? What's your favorite food? So maybe say Russell Wilson because he's the quarterback up there. And if you're a you know, Seahawks fan, you know Russell Wilson. So what we can do is based on – it could be a real-time data feed based on plays or based on if he scores a touchdown. But what we do is let's say Russell Wilson is scored towards the end of the season. There's 300,000 people that have said, I like Russell Wilson. In real time, if he throws a touchdown pass to go out of the Green Bay Packers in the fourth quarter – to get towards the playoffs, we can send out an instantaneous uh, text message to all these 300,000 people that provide, say, maybe a, a merchandise offer. Say, hey, we got Russell Wilson's jersey, 10% off. You can go ahead and get that right now. And if you're in the stadium, go ahead and put your seat number in. We'll deliver it right to your chair. These are the kinds Whoa. of things that we can do. Yes, in real time. Politics, same thing. Think about this, right? We're the American idol of politics. Uh, we don't have that capability. We call it be heard because – What's going on in politics now, as you're seeing, if you're watching, doesn't matter whether you're you know, Republican, Democrat, or independent, candidates, politicians are getting elected and they go into black holes. There's the disconnect between the people and what's going on. Our platform provides real-time snap poll engagement where the politicians can not only help to get elected and do fundraising, but it helps them to get reelected because they can engage and re-engage, and at least in the in the phone, which is the most personal item you have with you at all times, they can be speaking to them in real time through the phone. That's awesome. So, uh, Peter, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on iProleo, what's the best way for them to get it? 
The best way is, uh, you know, guys, we we don't we keep we're kind of flying under the radar. We don't really have a website. I would go to my LinkedIn. Just look me up at Peter Lasovsky if you want to connect with me there. Uh, I'm certainly if Adam found me, certainly willing to connect with you and talk with you. Uh, that's that's probably the best way is on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, hey, Peter, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your background and the great work you're doing over at iProleo. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope that you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Peter, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Adam. I really appreciate it.